Attention military veterans and military personnel. This is Tracy from Lakewood College, and I am excited to announce the new partnership between ETA Associates and Jamal King's Make Real Estate Real. Give me a call so I can see if you qualify to receive the Make Real Estate Real with no out-of-pocket expense to you. I can be reached at 1-800-517-0857. My extension is 700. You may also visit us at www.moneyforbets.com. Again, that is money, the number four, bets.com. You may also schedule an appointment with me through my text-only number at area code 216-678-9933. I look forward to speaking with you all. Not making a decision is, in fact, I'm allowing somebody else now to make the decision for me. That's what you're saying by not making a decision. I'm saying this is me. Now, what I'll tell you is make sure if you're scared to make decisions, make sure you're connected to people that are going to take you at least in the general direction that you're trying to go. Let's start there. This episode is brought to you by our partner in crime, Organifi. Organifi is an organic superfood supplement line that makes quality, trusted nutrition convenient and accessible. Their most popular product, Green Juice, can supercharge your life, restore that glow, and help you feel decades younger in just 30 seconds per day without having to worry about shopping for ingredients, mixing and blending them, and then cleaning up afterwards. All ingredients are USDA organic, vegan friendly, and made without GMO ingredients, gluten, or soy. Where else can you get superfoods like chlorella, moringa, spirulina, wheatgrass, ashwagandha, and turmeric, just to name a few. So make sure you guys check it out at www.organifi.com forward slash success. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com forward slash success. I wake up every single day, I am who I say I am, and I get what I get because I live in beast mode. Stop being gazelle, you're not average. You're not even good, you were born to be great. What's going on, world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success Podcast. I'm your host, CJ, joined as always by the Bayesian sensation, Mr. Carl Wesley Phillips. What's going on, y'all? What it do? I got Dr. King in the building to my left, to the viewer right. I have a dream. house, man. man. I have a dream. He, he, uh, you calm down yet? <laughs> no, I ain't calm down. Yeah. No, no, sir. No, sir. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, maybe we can, we, we might get a word in this podcast, Carl. <laughs> Between E and Ma. Let's hey, go. Shut up last I, week. I might have to it change. was Maul and Carl last week. <laughs> I may have to change the name of this. Tay, we just started recording the podcast. <laughs> I will call you back as soon as we're finished. Is that okay? I guess. All righty. Thank you. Love you. <laughs> to my right, I got Dr. <laughs> Douglas Thomas. What's happening? What up? What up? What up? What hey, up? Hey, and we don't, while Trey is in the city, Oh Lord, he's not here, so oh, we can't oh, do the man. show. Can we, yeah, can we? Well, if, how do we do? Are we, how do we start? Or record him. Let's yeah. let's put it yeah, in or something. Zoom. Yeah, if, record him. I, I, Make if, him do the joke and then put it on the front end of the 
Okay. Maybe we could do that. Yeah, um, you know what I mean? I, I was going to ask if either any of y'all had a joke. Oh, you know no. <laughs> Ain't nothing funny after what Ma did last week. Right. I'm, I'm scared to tell right. a joke. I'm scared to tell a joke this week. I'm like, just going to let Ma get back at him one more, one more week for the one time for the one time. Hey, Ma was doing push-ups in the hallway, so I don't know what's in store. Oh, yeah, we in trouble. I'm chilling, man. Uh, My mama told me to let somebody else talk. She said, you talking too much. Hey, yeah, I love it. Ma Pops be like, I watched y'all TV. TV show. <laughs> shout out to Pops. He's like, yeah, yeah. He said I do a good job. So shout out to Mom and Pops, man. Hey, his for... actual man, Pops actually said this. E, he said, he said, CJ, you do a good job of keeping them boys in line. I know, right? mm. That's what I said. I said I'm like the ringmaster at the circus. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, I'm like, oh, really? Yeah. You got hey, yeah, good job. Between uh, Pops must be a high D. He must yeah. be a body. Right. Yeah, I, I just said I was gonna start calling him Sergeant Queenie. Oh, yeah. uh, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Um, so we have very important things to talk about. Um, I want to know what you gentlemen think of LeBron James winning his fourth championship. And if you're wondering why I said that, it's because I know what's about to go down. Oh, it's over. And y'all know what's about to go down. Yeah, it's over. And I want to know, because we've had a lot of back and forth. Mm, A lot of back and forth. A a lot, uh, including yesterday. I don't know how Uh, me and Mark, we got into it. We almost almost got into a scrap. (laughs) But I want to know, here's what I want. Okay, obviously, um, if you're listening to this, game one happened last night. If you would listen to this on Thursday, we're recording on. We always people always like, oh y'all said. I'm like, yo, we re- we can't record on Thursday, upload Thursday, right, and get it. So we either record Tuesday or Wednesday. Today happens to be Tuesday. The game is tomorrow night. Um, so I want to know if LeBron gets his fourth. Where does that put him, and does it change? your perception of where he currently is or is a ring just, he's just still behind Jordan and that's it, it's over. Well, let done. me say this. Okay. And, I, and again, I hate to go here, Maul, but I, w- I was talking to CJ in my mind the other day <laughs> about this. And you I knew not to call me. I was waiting for <laughs> to get to the podcast. I'm serious though. Like, y'all know I'm not like, you know, I'm not like basketball savvy like that. Like, I don't know the ins and outs of basketball like that. But I really was like, yo, my respect but Jordan went to a whole different level. <laughs> <laughs> I like the pause. No, no, I like the pause. I'm just being hey, real. You said that, hey, up, bro. Uh, I love it. I'm <laughs> just saying, I was watching LeBron, and I was like, yo, LeBron is killing them. Like, for real. I was like, yo, it's like, he, it's like I don't know why he not scoring every time, because he can. But I was looking at Jay like, Jordan was 6'6", bro. About 195 pounds going up against seven footers at that time. Yes. Centers were dominant. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a it wasn't a, a forward game. There were legitimate centers. And I was like, yo, Jordan really, I'm like, yo, my man wasn't that he wasn't a giant amongst the the players. But and you he do still know it's was all dominating. relative though. Because them seven footers couldn't move. They was like big tree trunks. All yeah. I know was Jordan was dunking on. I'm, he was killed. So, bro, Patrick Ewing had volleyball knee pads uh, on his entire career. Okay, all right. So, 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 what are you saying about? I'm just saying, though, Carl. That's, I got that's, Carl you did. You got it. Hey, Patrick Ewing was 22 at Georgetown. <laughs> with I'm talking about pillows on his knee cases. They, they, they still were. They were still jumping to the moon. Now. They were still uh, seven footers. Exactly. And centers were whatever. But I say that to say, as I was watching LeBron. I was like, yo, for real, he he doesn't have any competition. 
You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying it's because he's 6'8 or whatever. I'm just saying, I, it's to his point. Like, I'm looking at him, it's like he scores so easily. And it, maybe that's why people don't think he as great as he is, because it's just so easy for him. I'm like, yo, why you ain't scoring every single time? But it's like, nobody can stop him. It's kind of like me on this podcast. Right. I could really put up 60 a night <laughs> right. if I want to. Right. I choose to throw you scrubs the ball. Uh, we, hey, I like for that. We're grateful. We're grateful. I'm going to shoot my jumper. That's I could all. put up 60 yeah. every week. No question. But where's the fun in that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm a team player, yeah. dog. Yeah. So, uh, no, in seriousness, though. I agree with you, um, but LeBron, uh, an, an incredible closeout game the other night, Absolutely. 16 straight points, put them yeah. boys on his back. What is impressive to me, and Marlon and I agreed on this point, is he, he is in his 17th oh, no, year. Yeah. No questions asked. Nobody's so ever done this. Impressive Nobody's ever done this. 17. Yeah. Most players don't probably do this. We can legitimately say 70% of NBA players don't play this well yeah. in their prime mm -mm. the way LeBron mm -mm. is playing. No, 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 no and questions they said asked. That, did I send this to you? I think it was LeBron has been to more finals now oh, than, they 22, franchises. than 22 franchises. Yeah, they showed it. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. Franchises. Yeah. What, the, what is he, 10 or 11? 10. 10. This is 10. So I love uh, it, though. I love how C... <laughs> Is okay with the non-execution boy when it's his guy. Just go. We just going. Just going. We just going. He ain't comfortable with that. Now normally though, he ain't comfortable with that. He won't execution. You got to win the championship. Yeah, normally you own the execution boy, but because it's your homie, you going with the effort now. You you going with effort on me now. Because he not ten out of ten, or seven out of ten, or or five out of ten. Okay, okay. So listen though, this is. 50% right, right, right. decent. Here go, the thing. Here's go, here go the point I was trying to make and because I knew E was going to say this. And, and now, now let's have a civilized They're conversation. they for the conversation. No, 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 no. Right. I, I told Both you. Both of e. us, it sounds like. No, no, no. Listen. Listen. Right. listen. So let Carl, and Carl, maybe Carl could be, Carl is probably the best judge because he's Jordan, Jordan, Brian. I'm not Jordan. Not, what? Isaiah Thomas, but Jordan. Okay. So let me say this. This is, this is the basis for E's argument is six for six. You like that argument a lot, right? I do. Okay, cool. I cool. I got Here you. It come. I Here it come. Put turn his mic off. <laughs> you talked enough last week. But no, can I say this though? A caveat. It should have been eight for eight. Ooh, Cap. Facts. It should have been eight Cap. for eight. Facts. Cap. We should've already said that. We said that in the gym. It should have been, been eight for eight. Easy. No he questions came back and asked. Lost. They lost. Oh, no, no, he back. wasn't there. He came back. Okay, they lost. but he came back when? If he hadn't left and they would have stayed together as a unit, <laughs> too, uh, we probably would have been eight, eight for eight. And if I was Guaranteed. 60 pounds lighter, I'd have a six-pack, but uh, I don't. I'm pissed <laughs> at I've been Mike eating donuts for, with more this yeah, morning. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, though, hey, that was that's not nowhere <laughs> close. That's uh, not, but finish the, finish the argument. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Listen, I've been thinking about this, and this is all facts I'm about to give y'all. Jordan did go six for six. He got there six times. He won six times. This is LeBron's 10th. He's about to win four. Got you. Cool. We, we understand that LeBron has more losses. So Jordan actually took longer to get to the finals, right? Because Jordan was losing to the, the Pistons when they were in their prime. He was losing to the Celtics when they were in their prime. So he oh, was not getting to the finals. Right. So his, his elimination games actually came oh. in the Eastern Conference Finals or even before that is when he was getting Doesn't knocked matter, out. Bro. Listen, I'm not done. 
Oh, I already. So, I feel your so argument. Listen, so listen. So he's not even getting there. Right. So LeBron overachieved to get to the finals at a younger age and ran up against the dynasties in the Spurs in the Golden State. We'll take the Dallas argument out because I already said that that is the one knock against LeBron is he should not have lost the Dallas series. But Brown was actually getting there uh, to the finals against the dynasties while Mike was getting beat by, the listen, dynasties. by the dynasties before he even got there. Absolutely. So I'm saying the argument basically is – it is better to not go at all than to get there and lose. Absolutely. And I don't I don't think that that's true. Well, because I, he yeah, got, I'm not saying that it's true. I'm just saying society has made that. The, and I'm telling you, yeah. but that's a, that's a false so narrative. Have to change so, so, it. so if Brown, yeah. let's just say Brown would have only got the four right now and been four for four. And all the other times he would have lost, that wouldn't have made sense. But here's my point to you. To, to be fair now. I love it. Listen. Be fair now. No, no, no. Listen. I, love it. I already told y'all. The sergeant so, so, is talking so about being fair. I'm with you. Hey, listen. I love Everybody it. listening, don't worry. If you, 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 you hate sports, we're going to be off of this in a second. But, Carl, listen. Jordan lost to the Pistons for years when the Pistons were in their prime. I told him they were not in their prime when he finally slayed the dragon. We won 48 games that year. That's not an elite Pistons team. We weren't that good that year. Okay. He never beat the Celtics with Bird in them. And then he went to play Magic in them when Magic was way on the downside. Now, that's not a knock. That's one point that we would say, okay. And then he got the title and did what he should do. LeBron, and this is to be fair, the East was trash when LeBron was there. So he did what he was supposed to do. Complete and he trash. ran through the East. Jordan had to go against the bad boys in the Celtics. Bron never had that. So Bron just really went past Jordan by default there. Because the East was trash when LeBron was there. We all agree with that. He didn't have to go through anybody to get there, but he got there. So it's in a sense, they got to the exact same level. Jordan getting to the second round against the Celtics was equivalent to Bron getting to the finals and losing. I'm saying I'm not gonna I'm not gonna waste the podcast. I'm not gonna waste the podcast. I'm not gonna waste the podcast. You can't ask the question without now asking the other side of it. What happens? to LeBron's legacy if he loses. Well, loses. she said he won. Put the, Look, no, yeah, she right. said he loses won. Loses what? If he loses this championship right now, what happens? If he loses to Jimmy Butler... He's still great. No, what happens to his legacy? Okay, if he, he's still okay. great. Okay, let me say this. Come on. Because you asked us what happens if he wins, what happens if he loses? If LeBron loses this particular championship and does not get to six afterwards... Well, let me just I say this. It. No, no, no. <laughs> no, that ain't the question. Answer the question, please. I love if he it. does not get this, if he does not win this championship, I will stop the Jordan LeBron debate for, for now. now. For now. <laughs> now, if he come back and win two yeah. more, I can't say right. that. He come back fair. and win two in a row next, you know, two years. I, I, that's I will fair. stop it for that's now. That's fair. But Carl, assuming that he wins this one, given the argument I just made. In terms of six for six, now if LeBron wins four out of ten, which by the way, ten is just come on, bro. That that is dominating an entire. I'm sure. I'm, era I'm sure like it is. No, no, no. The Buffalo Bills yeah. should be and, celebrated. And I, that's why I'm saying no. Because the Buffalo Bills didn't win that. any. They didn't win any. They but didn't they win zero. Four straight. Doesn't matter. They they, they exactly. got zero. Brown, See, and that's where I struggle yeah. with. Just where do we we gotta okay we gotta so figure again, out how to so I'm saying yeah, so all the times all Jordan this. got popped and didn't get anywhere no, near I, I that counts that. better than LeBron getting to the finals and losing I, I'm so let's count it, the overall the no, playoff I'm saying the way, yo, I am saying in the way society has 
decided, yes. And society is stupid. No, I'm just saying, Carl, we don't, <laughs> we don't celebrate. Fans, he talking about everybody else yeah, outside this podcast. No, I'm just saying, we don't celebrate <laughs> the dude that got the bronze. Right. I'm not saying that that was a phenomenal feat, but it's just we talk about the people who won the gold medals. So I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying we have not traditionally as a country celebrated those who have, we don't even he's recognize got the, he's them. Got gold we don't medals, even bro. recognize the people he who got went. gold medals. No, I'm just saying, I'm not talking about LeBron. I'm just saying like Olympians who get a, uh, get a silver or a bronze, they don't necessarily get the same. So I'm just saying, is it right? I'm not saying it's right, but society-wise, so, so, we right. don't celebrate going to a championship. We celebrate you winning the championship. We don't I, even I talk about the that. second. We don't even talk about whoever the team was. Like they don't even remember who the team uh, was. So you're making an exception for LeBron. I'm Great not, argument. I'm making though. no exception. Yeah, no, no. I'm telling you, the Jordan didn't go. LeBron went. That's a phenomenal argument. I'm I'm saying to to C's point, you got to give credibility because again, you can't compare it to football. That's a whole different. And and here's my big challenge with the overall arguments. I don't even think the two games are the same. Like, I'm just being real with y'all. I don't no. think the game that Jordan played versus with LeBron, Bruh. I don't even think they're the same game right now. I just saw right a get a foul on some ticky-tack. He touched his thumb. They was clothes-ironing. I'm, I'm talking about they had Mike. LeBron Le would not be able to survive in that I I, Now, I'm not going to say LeBron. The they would have made I, No, no, I, I won't say this. I won't say LeBron would have survived. <laughs> LeBron a I'm not going to say bro. LeBron wouldn't have survived. But I will say this. What I didn't like about the Denver series is you take the best player for Denver out. Two games, bruh. That's not right. You take him out for two games for a ticky-tack foul. That's just not right. Whereas LeBron ain't going to get those kind of fouls. You're not going to call those kind of fouls on LeBron. He never fouls out. Sound eerily similar to Jordan, don't it? Should the but best Jordan, player on the planet we, not get favorable calls? What we're telling you, though, is Jordan hey. got beat We down. walk into restaurants and he ain't got to pay. He the richest man in the restaurant and he ain't got to pay for his food. Hey, it's I, a reason. He earned that. I don't know how many times by, by – hey, how many times Y'all know by I do this professionally. Hey, 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 if y'all ever got an argument y'all want to hey, win, just call me. No, 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 see. The East Side Scratch. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know how many times y'all seen Byron Russell play. Oh. That's how many times you got to watch Jordan push off on Byron Russell. That's a foul. So that Either way. And Byron Russell should never get that call over Jordan. We'll just keep it real. So anyway, it'll be exciting. <laughs> we will see. It will be exciting. We apologize for those of you who are not in the sports. And, I, and listen, I apologize for thinking the Clippers are going to win because I'm on record. Y'all can call me a hypocrite. I just say what I feel. Contrary to probably belief, I really do say what I'm actually believing, not just some made-up stuff yeah, in fantasy land. Clippers. Yeah, no, that was that was and Doc gone. Doc gone. And them eat people. Call your people, man. I'm just like, why y'all fired Doc though? He's not the one. He wasn't the one out there that didn't perform. No, no, Doc. Doc, you had some year. You should. You had some squads. He did. You did. But I'm still saying, man. We was out there. E. You know what I'm saying? They had Blake Griffin, DeAndre, CP3. They had some squads. And they ain't never got to. I don't even think they got to the finals. They ain't been to. No, they ain't been to the finals. Go back to Boston, Doc. Hey, yeah, come come to Detroit. One of the two. You Please. know what I'm saying? Pistons need some help. Hey, the Lions got a win. Hey, let's applause hey. that. Hey, a good win, too. And Chicago 3 0. Oh, we going to the Super Bowl, baby. <laughs> we going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> we going to the Bubble Bowl. <laughs> the bubble bowl. <laughs> it's about to be a Bubble Bowl. Hey, listen. <laughs> Chicago is the sorriest 3 0 team I have ever, ever. seen in my life. But foes, it's bro. an old saying it's better exactly. to be lucky than good. So right. me and Ma watched the game together. He couldn't believe it. He was sitting there. <laughs> um, all right, cool. So let's do. Uh, a podcast, man. Shout out to all of y'all for 
rocking with us. Appreciate y'all being here. Um, our, our, this segment of PTI First Take. First Take, baby. The ghetto first take is over. It's Stephen A over here. Um, See so, Stephen A. I don't even go there. No, you know what? I will say this. I'm so grateful to have Maul here because, Maul, I don't have to take all the energy by myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Car Carl, Carl, Carl and, hey, if, if y'all haven't noticed, though, Carl is... He's fading towards that LeBron hey, no, no, side. I, and you I'm see, because Carl now, you know, you know. Oh, he Kobe. He, grounds crew, saying, so no, he ain't no, going to just I'm, say I'm it. He Kobe. All day, so you I see, he got it, on the, he got no, it no. in backdrop. So, yeah, Carl, I, I will say yeah. this. That's What's how up? the argument initially started in the gym. Because I said that LeBron is not even in a conversation with Mike. He's more in a conversation with Kobe. He said, no, he surpassed Kobe. And I said, no. Yeah, I don't true. know why people, I don't know no, why people dismiss, it, it, dismiss Kobe. No, 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 not dismiss. It's a big jump. That's a big jump. I ain't there yet. I ain't yeah. there with LeBron yet. Like, I respect LeBron because of, the only reason I put LeBron there, see, if I were to do it, is because of his off-the-court accolades. But when you talk about putting a rock in his hand, I'm taking Kobe all day long. Oh, let's go. Yeah, all, let's go. all day long. Yeah. Let's go. Speak and I know you're speaking there. And that's the... Uh, yeah. go. All right, let's go. <laughs> let's get to the podcast. We'll have to spend... Hey, we'll spend the next 15 minutes of the next oh, one going there. Yeah. What's the topic uh, for the day, C? I forgot. Yeah. I uh, forgot. I don't even know. Carl, Carl did not uh, Carl to set me back. <laughs> no, we still, we still, I'm holding it down, C. I'm bro. still holding it down. I was speaking up on Kobe's legacy, bro. Oh, bro. Kobe, Kobe's a goat. Kobe's a goat. I hate the, that's why I do hate about these arguments. <laughs> you got it like down somebody else to like big up somebody. You know, it's just part of how debates and arguments go. But I'm like, man, so what if Jordan beat the Pistons when they was 137 years old? Don't Mike care. He still won. You know what I'm saying? So what Bill Lambeer couldn't walk when they, you know what I'm saying, that championship. And Isaiah, you know what I'm saying? Don't, don't, don't go for it, Isaiah, we're going to get to this podcast, So what? Let's see go there. Uh, hey, we're going to get to a podcast. Hey, let me say something. I said, oh, they beat the Lakers. I said, they had Magic Johnson, who was not in his prime. I said, who else was on that team? And what did you say? You fixed your lips to say who? That boy said, uh, 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 Moses Malone. <laughs> Not even Kareem. <laughs> oh, Lord. I said Moses. Oh. oh, man, shout out to Moses Malone. All right, cool. He hit me the other day, right? And as a matter of fact, he sent me a voice note. That's E's thing. If y'all don't know, if you're not uh Well, they text. should be listening to the podcast. They should know. <laughs> he, he will send a voice note on you quick. And he was like, yo, you know, we talked in a, I put up the picture of my man, the doctor from uh, My 600 Pound Life last week. And I was like, yo, we got to talk about this, right? And he had sent me a voice note and was like, yo, like, I feel you on the accountability thing, but what's the difference between accountability and bullying? You know, and I was like, man, I, I didn't really know where he was going. And then he went on the, in the voice note to explain that you got people masquerading bully, bullying as accountability. And I was like, okay, cool. And a lot of people, listen, one of the things that I think, you know, has made us strong as a, a company is our ability to hold each other in check, right? Like there's certain things that, yo, I would just have to say to Carl or Carl would have to say to me or, or, or E would have to say to me, however it goes where we hold each other accountable. But I think we do a good job of trying not to bully. And I probably have to watch it more than anybody, right? Just because of my personality, maybe being a little bit more overbearing or straight to the point. I've been told many times that, yo, you just too blunt, right? And I tell E all the time, yo, the reason I'm too blunt is because if you leave room for air, you leave margin for air, people going to take an inch and run with it. You know, so I just rather say to you, you know, the truth off the cuff. But E, why don't you break down this, this concept of 
when is somebody holding you accountable? When is it okay to hold somebody accountable? And when does that accountability turn into bullying? Yeah, let's let's go there. But let's talk about if y'all don't mind for a minute. Uh, let's talk first about what is bullying. You know, I don't know if you know if we need to look it up in a dictionary. Y'all have a, a a term for it, but let's just talk about that for a minute. Let's not make an assumption that people know what bullying is. Like, what 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 do we consider bullying to be? Yeah, um, my gut is against my own will. Mm. You know, what I'm saying like forcing me into something against my will. But right. hold on, let me get the right. Yeah, no, that's good. I like that. No, no, no. Give us the give us the Webster's. So it says, uh, seek to harm, intimidate, or coerce someone perceived as vulnerable. Mm, intimidate. Yeah. Yeah, and and you know the reason why I asked the question is like, okay, see, I feel I feel the accountability, like I feel where you're going, but me being a pastor, that's a different role. And so I'm able to see how vulnerable some people are. And I'm looking at other, you know, um individuals taking it like way further than it should be going. You know, I had a guy today say on a call, on a prayer call at four o'clock this morning, he was like, E, I did not tithe people because I felt like I was being bullied. You know, but he was like, yo, I started going to this church with my wife. My, uh, her, her pastor was, I think, a firefighter and something else. And he was like, yo, my man got a job. So I ain't necessarily feel, you know, like I was putting him on a private jet or whatever. He already got his money. You know, he was like, and I see you. You already got, you don't take a check from the church. So he's like, yo, I don't mind Blessing y'all. But I know that there are people who are, you know, literally being bullied. Like you get these phone calls now and people are like, I'm the IRS or I'm the whatever. Go to Walmart right now. You feel me? Go to Walmart right this second. Uh, you got a car? Yeah, I got a car. Yeah, Diddy was on with somebody the other day acting like she was dumb. And he was like, he was like, you got a car? She was like, yeah. And she was like, all right, can you get to the car? She was like, yeah, I can get to the car. Can you get the target. Yeah, can you get the target? She was like, yeah, I can, can get the target. Can you get a target. gift card? But she was like, yeah, he Shout said, can you get Elijah. a gift card? She said, yeah, I can get a gift card. Uh, but I'm in a cult, so I got to ask my leader. <laughs> and my man hung up. But I'm just saying, there, there are people who are legitimately being taken advantage of, yeah, yeah. and people aren't holding them accountable because that's when that's what's in their best interest. They're literally taking advantage of them, right? So I just want to make sure people understand that there's a difference. So for me, Carl, you said it. To me, bullying is when you're trying to get somebody to do something that they didn't agree to. So I don't mind if I say to CJ, yo, see, here go my goals. Boom, 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 boom. And then C go, A-E. Are you doing boom, 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 boom? And I could either say, yeah, I'm doing it, or nope, I ain't going to lie. I ain't doing it. And then he could put the press on me. But there are some people because, let's look at the truth. Flight assessment shows you that 88% of the world don't like dealing with conflict. So 88% of the world will let you tell them something that they might not even value. Or it may not even be like they about to run a marathon with you. They didn't agree to run a full doggone marathon because you want to run one. And now you telling them, like, we're going to run a marathon. They're not going to go, nope, I don't want to run a marathon. They're going to go, okay, let's run a marathon. And I'm talking about about to kill themselves. So one of the things that I wanted to speak to is really helping the 88%. Because the 12% that are dominant that don't have a problem with making decisions, that don't have a problem with conflict, yo, it's easy for them to say no. Like, it's easy. They just like, nope, don't want to do it. But that other group, sometimes they want to say no, but they don't know how to say no. So they find themselves at a resort. They don't even, 
a timeshare. I promise you. They didn't want that dog on timeshare, but those folks bullied them into that dog on timeshare. You know, they didn't want to buy that car, but that that dude at the dealership bullied them into buying the car. And I just want to save that group because I know they listening every week and I know they like, yeah, I want to, I want to. But then there's some areas where legitimately they're being pushed to do things they don't want to do. And then what's happening is, how do you say it? They getting L's and now they looking at their life like, I'm not successful, I'm not whatever. No, you're not successful, not because you can't be successful, but you're saying yes to stuff you should be saying no to. Like literally, you should be saying no to that. And if you would say no to those things, all right, let me twist it and say it this way. Let me say it this way. Yep, let me say it this way. There are a lot of you who are afraid to say yes to yourself. Like for real, you getting bullied. You, you can't say yes to you. And somehow now, your wife's like expectations of you or your wife's what she wants you to do or your husband or your kids, like you are now living for them because you couldn't say yes to you and you got bullied. You never wanted to be a soccer mom. You got bullied into that. <laughs> you never wanted to be picking your kids up, dropping your kids off, but your husband might've had a job or your wife might've had a job and they ambitious and they like, yo, I'm about to go out here and do this for the family. You didn't want to say yes to that but you couldn't say yes to yourself, so you said yes to them. And, and you're miserable. Like, you're literally in a marriage, or you are a parent, and you're miserable. You just spent the last five or six years doing what your husband wants you to do, or what your wife wants you to do. And I just want to speak to that group today and say, you can still be married and say no. And I think that's the challenge, Ma. People think if they tell a spouse no, then a spouse is going to withdraw or take something away from them, and yeah, they might do it for a week or so, I don't know. But in the long run, if they really love you, they're going to go, all right, sweetheart, I, I feel you. You don't want to do that. All right, what's the middle ground? So I just, I, I kind of want to, I want to speak to, especially see, you know, Maul, yeah. you know, like people who don't have a problem. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like here, saying, so, no, so, so, what, uh, what, what do we do? Yeah, no, no, no. Here's my thing, right? The reason I don't have, okay, so let me, and I'm going to try to say this without hurting feelings, right? Uh, because I feel what you're saying. And I feel like I have been guilty at times of pushing my will or even bending my will to what somebody else should do. But here goes the thing. As the way my brain is wired for execution, right? right. Like, that's what I think about. Right. Like, I, like, I'll be real. We had a project we was working on this morning. And y'all had, like, there, there was a back and forth, you, you and Jeremy, for, like, 20 minutes. Bro, the way my mind works, I just slap it on, like, I'll figure it out at the end. You know what I'm right. saying? Josh always say, uh, don't wait yeah. to make the right decision. Yeah, make, make a decision, decision to make, make it right. right. Yep. And so in a, in a situation where um, I'm around individuals who don't seem to have their own vision. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm not mad. Like, I'm I, I, I'm not mad at you if, like, so the reason I don't have to say nothing to Maul, because Maul already know exactly where he's going. But when I'm around people who, him and Hall, I just say, this is what we're doing, and I'm going to hold you accountable to that because you don't have your own vision for yourself or, or you're not making decisions. So if I see people around me, especially, and then we talking about loved ones now. I'm not talking about yeah, just I'm bullying talking about random. Loved ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, talking yeah. about, so I will say to them like, hey, jump on my back. Here's where we going. Now, if we get there and that ain't where you want to be, I'm sorry, but you didn't know where you wanted to go anyway. And so the reason I don't have problems saying no to somebody say, hey, see, we need you to, no, I'm not doing that. That don't have nothing to do with my vision and where I'm headed. And I feel like, and maybe, Carl, you could speak to this from a grounds crew perspective. If you're not 100% sure where you're going, yeah, you're going, you know what I'm saying? You're going lollygag. I, I told y'all before, it's like having a GPS. Like, I, 
when you know where you're going, you drive a certain way. You see how I'm driving through Lansing, right? We came back to the L. I'm like, up, ah, boom, quality dairy. I'm whipping the back streets, pulling up on it. But when I'm in Chicago, I got to have a GPS out. And I drive like unsure. And I'm kind of looking. You drive a little bit yeah, slow. You sl- like, yeah, you're like, oh, is this 39th or yeah. is the next one 39th? Yeah. You, like you slow down. You're almost about to get into an accident, really. That's good. Like it's, uh, it's honestly more dangerous. Right. And I feel like that's the people who not making decisions. You driving with your GPS looking at it, and I'm in the passenger seat like, you about to give me a heart attack. I know where we're supposed to be going. Give me the keys. Let me go, and I'll get us there. Mm. Sometimes that turns into bullying, though, because I don't have the patience to sit back and go, oh, okay. So I honestly, when I do that, it's because I see people him and I ain't never told Maul, like, hey, uh, these properties we need. I don't come in making... Because more like, this how we doing yeah, it, this good. what we doing, that's and I'm good. out. That's good. No, Carl, before you go, I just want to slow down because that I, I'm, I don't, I, look, this podcast is not for everybody, but it's for the 88% of y'all in the world. All right? So let's slow down because, for real, now you are angry now. Like, you are angry, you bitter, you frustrated, you mad. You feel like I'm grown, but I'm not living my life. So everybody keep talking about living my best life. I can't live my best life because I'm living your life. Right? And you angry and you bitter about it. So you heard what CJ just said. Make sure we get this. If you don't make a decision, the bully's going to make a decision for you. Right? And they're not making it because they don't respect yours. But because you're not making one, inherently the way they're wired, it's frustrating to them not to be going in a direction. So you got to take ownership if, one, you're listening right now and you got bullied, because you didn't have a vision, right? So you so understand that. So I'm saying the way to reverse this now is for you to start, write the vision, make it plain. Maybe that's why he said it, Maul, because he knew you wouldn't get bullied if you wrote the vision and made it plain, right? So maybe that's why God said so. So for those of you who are listening and it's, you fall under that category, I just want you to start saying to yourself, what is my vision? What do I want? Write it down and be clear about it and then be able to articulate it to the to those who have the potential to bully. Because you heard what he just said. If you don't, if if you got a vision, C said, but it sounds like you hemming and hawing on the vision. So so if you don't got a vision, they taking the they taking over from scratch. If you got a vision, but you hemming and hawing, they sound like they're gonna give you about 30 to 60 seconds. And then once you don't have clarity on it, they're gonna take over from that point. All right, good. So, All right, Carl. So, man. All right, so I'll say it like this. The welfare system is made because you didn't make decisions. All right? Carl, the, don't get us in trouble. It's an election year. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just trying to say, like, again. you Carl trying to keep you, America great. <laughs> I say, I hear it coming. Carl making all that money on the properties. <laughs> Here come Charles Barkley. <laughs> I'm using an example. So, But my next example is we have a medical system for a lot of people that didn't make good health choices. Mm. So I'm saying to you, mm. not and, and, and y'all understand who this is coming from, right, right. not making a decision mm. is a decision. Uh-oh. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold Uh-oh. on. Uh-oh. So Hold on. understand what I'm saying. Not making a decision is now Enlighten allowing... <laughs> Enlighten the crowd. So yeah, not making a decision is, in fact... I'm allowing somebody else now to make the decision mm. for me. That's what you're saying mm. by not making a decision. I'm saying this is me. Now, what I'll tell you is 
Make sure if you're scared to make decisions, make sure you connect it to people that are going to take you at least in the general direction that you're trying to go. That's Let's good. start there. That's good. Let's start there. Get in the car. If you don't know where you're going, get at in the least. passenger seat and put your seatbelt on. And don't do no yeah. backseat driving. <laughs> right. Just Because there's a mouth. reason you're in the backseat. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, E, to what you just said. So, in the last two weeks, I sat down and I did a course for the grounds crew. All right? And, E, I did nine worksheets. Most of the worksheets are two or three pages. The second worksheet is 18 pages long, and that worksheet is, what do you want? Like, be real clear, like your finances, your family, your spouse, your kids, like every, your, your creativity, like write it all out. Who are you and what do you want? And I never, I, I don't know if I said this on the podcast, I used to kind of look at the flight attendant like, what do you mean put my mask on first? I'm sitting next to my seven-year-old child. That's like, how insensitive are you? But I did some research. And they were saying, like, just a couple of minutes without oxygen, dude, your muscles don't even work how they're supposed to. Your eyes don't work how they're supposed to. So you're not in a position to help the other person my, my, my. if you don't put your mask on first. I my, never my, understood my. it. So now me not making a decision about my life is me saying I don't even want to breathe oxygen. Mm. Like, that's what I'm saying. I don't even want to breathe oxygen. Like, yeah. I'm just, I'm just going to let, however it works out. But I'm saying, until you put your own mask on first, you're not even in a position to do. So the, this is to the frustrated people that allowed other people to make the decisions for you that were, that were not in alignment with your true values. Listen to what I'm saying. Stop. Your, the, the line that I use throughout the entire course is, your preference matters. Mm. Your preference matters. And I don't care if it's right or wrong. Listen to what I'm saying closely. I don't care if it's right. It's what you feel. It don't got to be right. But I'm okay making it right. Like Josh said, make the decision and make it right. So if I'm wrong about LeBron, I'll come back after he Absolutely. wins six. Absolutely. <laughs> and I'll make it right. And I'll make it right. I'll make it right. But I still think I'm putting the rock in Kobe's hand. But yeah. I'm, I'm kidding. But you guys understand what I'm saying. Like, no make question. a decision. Like, at this point, you got to decide, like, yo, I kind of really don't like that. I prefer this, and it's okay. It's okay. I'm, I'm challenging you. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. And, and I just want to say this. It's, it's not okay only because you said it's not okay. The, bo- the, 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 the accountability partner. Mm, thank I you. Won't you say that up for me. No, no, no. I got <laughs> you. Up. I got you, you see. The yeah. <laughs> I got Bastard you. goes to my <laughs> left. <laughs> I got you, see. I got you. I got you. Uh, the accountability partner is not even taking it as personal so no, right. as you oh, taking it. At all. You feel not me? So, so, the, so those feelings of anxiety that you have, that's making you not want to make a decision because you feeling like they're about to bully your decision. They're not about to bully your decision. You bullied your own decision. You said, C going to think this, and C going to think that, and C going to do this, and C going to say that. So because you were saying it in your mind, C wasn't even about to say that. But because you said it, you talk yourself out of making a decision, then you gave it to the accountability partner to make, <laughs> and then when they made it for you, now you're upset that they made a decision that you wouldn't make. We got the resentment. This is, no, this is, this is a great topic, man. When you look at it, like I said, the Bible is undefeated. Mm. It's undefeated, bro. Like these conversations we having right now on the podcast, they was having these conversations thousands of years ago. Yeah. Moses. Bruh, <laughs> one of my favorite scriptures, bro. A double-minded man. Mm. 
It's unstable. Mm. All his ways. That's unstable. And how, and how many oh. of his ways? All, 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 all his ways. All his ways. All right, yeah. preacher. Preach, oh, preacher. Come on, man. I, just, I felt it in the spirit, bro. Like it's to heaven. <laughs> a double-minded man. You yeah. can't make your mind up about yeah. nothing. Yeah. You're going back and forth, yeah. back and forth. Yeah. You are unstable in all your ways, yeah. and you wonder why you're getting bullied. Yeah. You wonder. And see, we're talking about bullying from this level, but a lot of y'all go to your jobs every single day and mm. you've been getting bullied from your jobs. Mm. Your nine to five has been bullying, bullying you for the last mm. 20 years. This is generational bullying. <laughs> because yeah. you can't make your mind up on what yeah. you want to do. Yeah. That go back to how C talked about that vision. Because you don't have a vision for yourself, we as the company now are going to give you a vision, vision for you. you. Mm. Yep. And it may not be in your best interest. And it may not Facts. be in your yep. best interest. Oh, no, it won't. All the time. It's in the best. No, it won't be. 60 yeah. hours a no, week. Yeah. It's in the best no, interest no, 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 for no. I was thinking about our company. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think about it. I still won't. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you, yeah, yeah. You right now, man, you, you letting, you getting bullied on your job. You getting bullied in every single area of your life because you are unstable, bruh. You just, you just don't know exactly what you want. Right. And so that goes back to the same thing Carl was saying, you were saying, EC, about having that vision for your life, knowing what you want. When you know what you want, you walk different. The same way, see, the way how when he's in Lansing, he drives like he like he know what he's doing. But when he's in Chicago, you know, he drive like driving Miss Daisy, you know, real slow, <laughs> don't know where he's going. You, that's because you're, you, you don't know. You don't have a clue. You're nervous. You're going different about the way you walk. And in life, that's how you do it. You, you, you walk different. Your decision-making is different because you're unstable. You're not sure about where you're going. But when you know 100%, bro, you walk with a different kind of confidence. You don't even – somebody try to bully you. Let them try to bully you. If that on the line with what you're doing with the vision on your life – Dog, you're going to be like, man, get up out of here. You ain't even going to entertain that, that foolishness. You're not even going to entertain it. But the reason why you entertain it is because you don't know what you want. Period. And that's the frustrating part. And, Carl, we've been through that in our relationship a million times. And, I, again, I think Carl got to the point where he was like, okay, I know C not going to bully me. Like, I'm not. he's not going to bully me into making the wrong decision for my family. But there were times, Carl, when I used to just be like, Carl, like, let's go. Like, make the decision. I don't care. Like, just make a decision. And it used to be hard for you. And I think that used to be a source of contention just because, like, literally, if you look at me and Carl, uh, profiles are probably exact opposite. opposite. You know what I mean? But it, but uh, as a brother, it's always been solid. But in business, it would be things where I would be like, Carl, like, yo, make the decision. Or I would feel like in times, Carl, there, there would be times where you got bullied mm -hmm. by other people, right? Like, and he would be like... Well, it's your fault for letting Carl negotiate the contract anyway. You know what I'm saying? And I'd be like, dang. And I would like, I would try to catch it or we would have that conversation. I'd be like, Carl, no, this is what's ours. You know what I'm saying? And so, Carl, I guess you could speak to that perspective of kind of like you didn't always want to make a decision. Like, so, it, or, or you, was it, and, and I want to know, seriously, because I don't know, was it that you were afraid right to be here, wrong? Right moment. We about to have a moment right on the podcast. Let's go. Let's Come on. It. Fix my business. You, no, no, no. Listen. Because I never really stopped to ask CJ Van Zandt. You feel me? I never really stopped to ask no him questions why he no didn't want to make asked. a decision. Absolutely. Or, or why you didn't feel, why I didn't always feel like you, you would bullied. make the best decision the for us. Anytime right. I make a decision, y'all yep. know I will. And right. it, but it will be for the family. Right. Like, y'all, they know. I'm like a, a, a Papa Bear when it comes to ETA. Yeah. I'm talking about like 50 cent outstanding. Y'all heard me say this before. I will, I will get at you if it's legitimately ours and I feel like we're being robbed of that. And I didn't always feel like that from you. And so 
what was it that one made you not really want to make a decision or when you made a decision, it wasn't always like that aggressive, this is for the home team decision that I felt you should make. So, so the excuse I'll start with, the excuse oh, I'll start always with. start with an Right, excuse. we start with the excuse. Never take full accountability. <laughs> <laughs> Why would we do that? The excuse I'll start with is, dude, it was such uncharted territory for all of us, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm, and for sure. no, like I said, so a lot of things, overthinking. If you're a ground screw, you took the assessment, you were high S, like overthinking is like the nemesis. That's your kryptonite. Yeah. So the first thing for me is like, dude, I came from another country. I technically don't even speak the same language. Technically, I don't. I don't know the shows that you watch, all of them. I don't know all the references. So technically, I don't speak the same language. So see, it comes back down to confidence. That's really what mm. it boils down to is confidence. Like, man, I'm in their world, and I don't want to mess it up. That's what it's really coming down to. I don't want to mess nothing up. So if I, and again, it's all in thinking. Messing it up is not right, making, making a decision, yes, right? Absolutely. That's messing, I understand that now. But then it's like, man, if I kind of just do half here, if I kind of just played safe here and bury the one talent and keep it right here, we're going to be okay. Mm. So that was the mindset. It, it roots down, like if I were to go to the root of it, it's confidence. I didn't trust myself, number one, because I hadn't been in this environment before. Number two, I felt completely like, man, I'm out of water. I don't know what I'm doing. We ain't never, you know what I'm saying? Facts. Neither did facts, I. Facts. But I'm saying, so it was like, we ain't never had a breathe university. Like, and I'm, I'm trying and I'm doing this. I don't know how people respond to overthinking. It's just mm-hmm. like, I'm not confident in the decision that I'm going to make. So let me just kind of, just kind of play it slow. And I know C going to step in and help me. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I had a safety net. That's yeah, really yeah, what it is. I had sure. a safety net. And so, I didn't mind doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I, I just wanted again. And that was part of the conversations we've had a million times, just in terms of the company and you stepping up into your uh-huh. own role. And like, you would call me over stuff and I'm like Carl bro, uh, you, I'll, you. I'll give a story she had me fire one person what? oh He's man she was like yo Carl this see America great <laughs> Carl fired somebody oh see well, actually it was Trump two one. it was yeah. two it was one of our younger members and you then we had fired. another group oh, that sure. we had to and she was like yo it's in your department what you calling me for <laughs> and I called C on some like I knew she was going like I call him and he was like oh no it had nothing to do with me this is your department you take care of it bro that was the worst two weeks of my life like it was, it took two oh, weeks. It was hurting. It, it was, was two weeks for me to make Mary the decision. Day, you do it yet? You do it yet? I'm like, oh no, 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 no. We scheduled you a call for like next week Friday. Next week Friday. I got bro. him on. Carl had him on 19 improvement plan. <laughs> I said, bro, hey, it ain't improving. <laughs> and see, to be honest with you, that actual yeah. circumstance was one of the ones that started my transition because the conversation was all the two minutes long, and it was a mutual like, yeah. oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, it was like yeah. a dialogue. Like, yeah, oh, absolutely, yeah, you're right. Like, we not, we're not aligned. Like, this, we, we're going different direction. That was the end of the conversation. So let me ask you: this. Is it that you scared to hurt their feelings? Is it more what? What uh, is the apprehension? Because I listen, I don't mind firing you if you you took the rope yourself and you right. hung. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I didn't do that. Like you again. Did. I try to, I think I'm more than fair. You know, I could be wrong. You know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> self-assessing. You know what I'm saying? Grain is on paper. Grain is on but, paper. Hey, yeah, right, right. Uh, uh, I, I said the other day, I remember I said it when we was in the gym. I said, I give you enough rope to hang yourself or climb a mountain. Mm. I, I think we always hear that first part. Right. 
but I added that second part yeah. onto it. Yeah. Or climb a mountain. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that rope is for you. Yeah. Yeah. What you choose to do with it is on oh. you. Oh, that's oh. Mm. I'm gonna hear that was one. That again. Oh, that's a bar. Is that a bar? Oh, that's a bar. Does it deserve a heart? We gotta give it's it. Heart. We gotta <laughs> give it. We gotta give it. Yeah, you know that was a bar. No, I'm just saying because yeah. people always say, oh, I give enough rope to hang yeah. themselves, and it's like you constantly looking at the op- the, the, the pessimistic side, like yeah. they uh-huh. they gonna mess up. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm giving you enough rope to either hang yourself or climb a mountain, do whatever you do. I'm gonna have to call somebody and tell them that. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> don't, hey, he about you to know, use it right after the podcast. He's going to cycle after. of life. He's going to say it on the yeah. next video. It's going to yeah. go viral. Oh, no, question. <laughs> no question. E-T. No question. I'm at the crib. Uh, right. <laughs> hey, e, pick up. You stole my line, dog. Uh, <laughs> sir. But, but, but in my mind, again, I, I don't. So I, I just I go off what's fair. So it's not fair for me to keep giving you a check every week and you don't have to do what you're supposed to do. That's not fair. Like, that's not me being mean. That's me saying that, yo, this this has become unfair, so I have no problem stopping what's unfair. So in that situation, you knew for a long time he needed to go. The, the production wasn't there. The attitude wasn't there. The effort wasn't there. And so why is it still this apprehension of, like, I don't get it. It's not fair, bro. It's, it's again, we see the world through this lens of empathy, right? So I am in... What's that? <laughs> Can you look up the definition? Look that one up. Use, that it, one use up it in a C. sentence. Right. I'm not a bully. I'll just play one on the podcast. <laughs> but yeah, so what I do is I get into now it's happening to me. And I don't like mm. the feeling of, oh, this is about to happen to me. Mm. So that's what plays in my mind. Like, man, how can I do this to somebody when, and I, I don't even respond. I already know where you yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, but sure. that's that's the thought process of a ground school. Like, I'm looking at it from everybody's perspective. Yeah. So now when I sit here and I think, like, man, I got to really tell my man I'm about to change his life. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah, it's this yeah this is it. Like, <laughs> hope Ren ain't do. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, and, and that's it. Literally, we, again, with our company, it's tough because we are relational. So now I know that my man was about to do some some transactions in his life. He was about to try to move. He was about to do a couple things, right? And I'm like, oh, I'm, sit down somewhere. oh, I'm about to pull the plug off of my man's whole life plans right now. So I, I go into that, again, overthinking from now somebody else's perspective and not necessarily putting... From the company's wa- perspective. No, no, watch this, right? I was going to say not putting my mask on, on first, first again. Absolutely. Back yeah, to that. Absolutely. So I'm putting on somebody else's mask right. and not putting my own right. on to see that no, it's affecting great. me. That's great. So let's just real quick, I want to make sure y'all got it. Right, so the first one is overthinking, right? So while you're overthinking, the accountability partner has thought, okay? While you're thinking, accountability partner's like, I got it, it's done. While you are trying to muster up confidence, the accountability partner has plenty of confidence. <laughs> for both of for us. for all of us, okay? <laughs> all right, um, so, so, so you have to be careful with the confidence piece, because you heard what Carl said, it comes out of confidence in that he was, this is his first time doing it, or well, it was CJ first time doing it too. But the way they approached the first time was one approached it with, I don't really know. The other one was like, I do know. And even if I don't know, I, I know. know. <laughs> okay. So, so, so just be careful as you're dealing with your accountability partner. What you're actually doing is saying to your accountability partner, you're giving him or her the cues to say, take control. Right? So when you're overthinking, when you don't have confidence, right? And what was the last one you said, Carl? It was one other thing you said. Uh, oh, the, the, the overuse of empathy. The mm. overuse of it. Because there's nothing wrong with empathizing. There's nothing wrong with that. But the overuse of it 
Now I'll put you in a situation Who where empathizing with me, you're paying your check, and, and I ain't getting no production. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's, not, it's the mutualism. I'm saying, what, you you yeah. got to look at it from both ways. That's yeah. what I'm saying. My mind doesn't just see the empathy that way. Yeah. Oh, you about to get fired? You about to do this? Yeah. My mind see the empathy of yo, somebody over here really grinding and deserve a raise, but because I'm paying you to sit at home and chill, now nah, I can't. You see what I'm saying? No so question. I'm saying, why does the empathy only work one way? Mm. Who feels sorry for the man cutting the check? Well, and I, yeah, I won't get into that. But <laughs> anyway, those are the three. Those are the three things I need y'all to look Who at. Thighs with yeah. the bully. Yeah. I know, by it's a lonely, it's a lonely it's world old, for the for the for the bully to the left. It's a, it's, a, it's a lonely world. All right. So here's the last one that I will speak on. Yeah, I got, I got, one. I got another one. Oh, you got an, oh, go for it then. No, I no, can no, hold no. on to mine. No, 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 no. no. Sure? I don't want to bully. Go. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> so here, here's mine, Maul. You know what you want. You know exactly what you want. But for whatever reason in the relationship, you overcompromise. So, so we both know what we want. But because we both know what we want, when we go back and forth, you go, you know what? I'm going to compromise. But what happens is you overcompromise, then you get pissed because you like, when is the accountability partner going to compromise? Like, when are you going? The, la the last four times we had to make a decision, you got to have it your way. And I had to compromise and do it your way. So now you're getting upset. And the, and, and the, the reality is you're playing a game of I want you to know what I know or feel the way I feel. <laughs> right, right. Like, you playing the game of, uh -huh. well, I compromise. So because right. I compromise, I'm waiting it's for you to compromise. Uh -huh. Where 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 the the... Accountability partner, <laughs> I'll make sure I say it right. He's struggling with the that. accountability partner is saying, yo, see, if you want to like about Edo. Cause he cause he like using me as the bully when it's necessary. He was like, see no yeah. names, more. <laughs> more. To, you know I saying? never said no names, <laughs> more. I never called out no names. Uh, you call me in a heartbeat and be like, hey, see, you gotta call this dude. Hey, I promise you, <laughs> he's talking he to me crazy. More, I, I only bring him out now when I when it's necessary. <laughs> right, right, All right. right. But I'm being honest, it's like you compromise and then you get upset because you like they didn't compromise. Yeah. When when you're dealing with a mature person who's your accountability partner, it's not like they wouldn't let you have their way. Like, it's not like they wouldn't let you have your way. If you said, this is what this I want to do. Want. You feel me? If you said, nope, I don't want to do that. I want to do this. But because you playing the accountability game, I mean, the uh, compromising game, you like, all right, compromise. All right, I compromise. All right, I compromise. And now you and your feelings, and you going, well, man, I'm always the one that's got to compromise. They ain't never compromising. And so I want to speak to that group and say three things to you. The first thing is this. Nobody can read your mind. Nobody knows what's on your mind. You got to speak up, right? You got to know that if you're in a healthy relationship with a healthy accountability partner, that at the end of the day, they're only trying to do what's right for the team. They're not trying. It's not a selfish thing. So number one, you have to speak your mind. Nobody can read your mind. Number two, listen to me very closely. You got to get out your feelings. You have to understand that when a decision is made, it has nothing to do with your feelings. When a decision is made, it's all facts. It's all empirical evidence. It's data. It's reason. We're looking for results. And now you decided to go with them, and this is not fair to them. And I got to be real. I, I used to do this. It's not fair for you to compromise and then be in your feelings. 
if you're going to compromise, it's over after that. The decision was made, so we're going to go full to the decision. And I'm not going to sit here and lie and go, if, you know, we made a decision that I wouldn't give 120%, but really I wasn't giving 120% because I was trying to give 120% effort more, but some of my feelings was in there too. So probably now I'm only giving 85 because I'm caught up in my feelings. So the second one is you got to get out of your feelings. Like this is not about your feelings, right? So again, speak what's on your mind, right? Get out of your doggone feelings because ain't nobody tripping on your feelings. And when you compromise, don't play games. If you're going to say they can have it their way, let them have their way. Maul, it's in the word again. It's in the word again. Love bears no record, Maul. It bears no record, Maul. So you can't go, I compromised three times. Because that's what's pissing you off. Right, Because you're right. going, I compromised three times. You don't never compromise. I always got to compromise. Well, if you don't like compromising, stop compromising. Like, stop doing something you don't really want to do. And then you pissed about the fact that you compromised. So if you really want to go to Chicago instead of going to Michigan City, don't go. Well, we go I'm going to go to Michigan City because you want to go to Michigan City. And then when we get to Michigan City, you pissed because we can go to Chicago. You feel me? Mm. Just say, mm. yo, I'm going to keep it 100. I don't feel like going to Michigan City. Okay, now you I want to go you, to Chicago. Now you're doing a marriage count. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now you're taking this somewhere it shouldn't have been taken. By the way, if you did not hear the marriage Love, never knew that oh. I would miss it. We found, hey, let me tell y'all something. Just when I thought E and I had been, you know, close know for 15 Ooh. years, I knew every in and out, all his secrets. I found out something on the on the on the marriage. Did you hear, Carl? I, did, I saw some of it. Oh, I ain't know what you're talking God. about. You gotta let him see it. Yeah, uh, I can't I can't give it to y'all on the podcast because people paid for that. Y'all okay. should have been at the at the they rebuild. Should have been there. But they we had our there. wives on the rebuild. Oh, yes. y'all know I hate bringing Diddy out the house. Oh, let me tell you something. <laughs> DLC gave us some info. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that only paid people can get. Oh, you can only get this for pay. Oh. Hey, listen. Let me tell you something. I did not know. <laughs> That uh, that he was giving it up like that. Just know at I'm the blushing crib. right now. Yeah. At the <laughs> crib. I'm turning red. Right. I, can't even, I can't even look at him. I'm trying Mark to be can't even watch my sermons no more. I can't watch the sermons. Watch my sermons. Hey, he turned beat red and couldn't even talk. I'm talking about he couldn't even talk. Hey. Uh, can they uh, purchase the replay? They can get the replay. Yeah, we'll get okay, it. Okay, we'll yeah, y'all better pay for that oh, replay. Hey, please get it because if you it. missed it, I promise you, oh. I I was when I say so I, slow, <laughs> I never knew what I was missing. Dog, I, when I tell you, I was kissing. dead. I was dead. Um. So anyway, Carl, I got uh, <laughs> I just figured out too. I can mute these jokers yeah, from here. You can. Yep, wow, you I could have muted Maul. Hey, you do all know that we, which one is his? Hey, you do know that we've two, three. <laughs> Maul hey, you do know we've been told that, that me and E got some of the loudest voices so oh, in America. Maul is four. We don't need to talk on Maul. Maul is on four. Maul is four. Okay, you're talking to the mic. Oh yeah, I can't hear him. Oh, you shouldn't have gave me that. Oh, I'm back on the controls. Um, Carl, I I got so I'm connected to the Bluetooth here, and yeah. I got to call somebody. Do I push the Bluetooth and the phone up? Uh, just the Bluetooth. You should be good just on the Bluetooth. the Bluetooth. Yeah, right there. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. All right, so I want to talk about something, but I'm gonna phone in a, a special guest. All right, but this is what I. So getting back to our original conversation of bullying versus accountability, right? So, 
Um, I was talking about my 600-pound life. And if y'all ever seen the show, I don't know if anybody, Ma, I know you never seen the show, but my man, yeah, my man, he, he, the doctor, yeah, 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 he, he cut throat. So he, so what they want you to do, ah, this is deep. What they, what they want you to do before you get the gastric bypass is he wants you to lose a certain amount of weight before you can even get it. Right? So like, man. Put your mask on first. Yep. No question. <laughs> In my mind, Carl, I'm saying, well, if you couldn't, I'm here because right. I can't, I can't right. get it done. Right. But his thing is, if you don't and you just get it, you're going to go right back. And I'm not going to waste my time with that. And so when we talk about accountability now, what he's trying to do is see if you can take yeah. some of this initial accountability yeah. Yeah. and then I'll help you. Yeah. It's kind of like how we say, when you're on the side of the road with your thumb out, yeah. everybody like, oh, you might be a serial killer. But as soon as you start pushing it, they just think you're an honest citizen yeah. and need a help, and they come and help you start pushing too, yeah. right? Yeah. So here's my problem with all of you who say you want accountability. You want accountability, but you want the accountability the way you want it. Mm. Right? So like, I want to lose weight. You need to be my accountability partner. But then you dictate the terms of the accountability. Mm. That don't even make sense. Well, it does to me. <laughs> that don't even make sense. I'm in the 88%. So, 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 uh, so I'm about to call Lashana because I got a text message. Put your headphones on, E. So. Hello. Hello, Lashana. You're live on the Secret to Success podcast hey. with your host. Oh Carlos, <laughs> Carlos, Quinny, Jr. I got uh, 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 Jamal, Make Real Estate Real King, uh, Carl, the ah. Basic Sensation, Phillips, and uh, you know Douglas, the preacher. Oh, We're all here. Preacher. We're all here. <laughs> the gang is oh, all here. So, so uh, Lashana, we are having a, an accountability conversation. Uh-uh. And one no 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 this <laughs> no, 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 it's accountability <laughs> slash bullying. Now it's like uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you feel what I'm saying? He, he forgot to mention that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so oh, no. just so uh-huh. you know, just tell the people Lashana, this is not pre set up. I literally just text you since we've been talking right now, right? Yes. Yes, okay. Pick we've, up. Been, we've been on the podcast. Pick up. It sounds like bullying okay. right now. It sounds like bullying to me. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm gonna show you. But I'm gonna no show. What hey. you got going on? Pick up right now. Hey, listen. And I'm about to show you what this bullying gonna get you. Now, Lashana was on the podcast. How long ago, Lashana? A year ago. A year um, ago. Maybe like a year and a week or two. Ago. A year and a week yeah. or two. Mm. Okay, cool. And we talked about Lashana was like, "Yo, I'm ready to do this this time. I'm ready to lose this weight. I'm ready to get on the other side of this thing." I'm ready. I'm ready. And I said, yo, if you're going to call me in, we're going to do it my way. Hmm. Yes. We are not going to do it your way. Mm. Now, what time did we sit yes. down and start doing the podcast? We've, we've been doing it for an hour. It's 1221, which means we started the podcast at 1121. Lashana, yes. at 1134, while we're having the accountability talk, please read verbatim the text message you just sent oh, me wow. 10 minutes after we started the podcast. Oh, wow. That's what I was doing? Hold on. Let me uh, <laughs> pull it up. Yo, give me the exact exact verbiage. Right. Okay. So I sent you a picture of my current weight, which is 295.8. And then I said, hands down, this is the hardest, most painful thing I have ever experienced. But life keeps, but life keeps moving. 
down just a pound, five pounds away from being down a hundred. A mm. hundred pounds. Mm. Wow. A <laughs> hundred. Constructive, wow. constructive bullying. <laughs> so first wow. of all, Lashana, I am immensely proud of you. Absolutely. Thank you. Good Thank job. you. Congratulations. We, yeah. Again, another round of applause. Yep. Listen. This. Oh, I'm loving it. Again. So, and Lashana, you know, you know Lashana, she like that clout now. So go to her page and leave her a bunch of heart emojis and give her some encouragement because she's into that. Right now. I love the fair fair. What, what, what's, your, what's your IG? Let them know. Call me L2020. Call me L2020. E-L-L-E, right? Yes. Call me L2020, E-L-L-E, okay? So go leave her some emojis. Go tell her she's doing a great job because she into that, okay? Um, but <laughs> here go the thing. Now, now, now <laughs> Lashana, I, I told you that if we were going – so the point I was making, Lashana, before I called you was that people want accountability, but they want to be held accountable in the way that they want to be accountable that's comfortable for them, which if you stay comfortable, you're not going to change. So we got to do it in a way that makes you uncomfortable so we can get to the next level, right? So right. I made you send me a picture of the scale – Every single day. My, my, Talk my. about, while some may say that's bullying. See, you're going too far, bro. You don't need every day, bro. That, that's excessive. It's a little excessive. on the aggressive side. Right. It's a little on the yeah, aggressive yeah, side. It's a little on the aggressive side. <laughs> it's an inability. Okay. So, but, but Lashana, talk about how getting outside of your comfort zone has led to this 100 pounds. Ah, oh, man. It's, so it, it's the thing that you don't, it's the ugly that you don't want to see, but it, it pushes you to keep moving toward the goal. I, when CJ told me, I want you to get on the scale every morning and send me a picture, um, you know, and you hear all the people say like, no, don't weigh yourself every day, like that kind of thing. And then you get on the scale um, and whether it's reporting something great or it's reporting something that you don't want to see it at the end of the day, it still reminds you of the goal that you set. And so if you, if it's up a pound, up a, a few ounces, whatever it is, you know, that day, like I can't, I can't be out here eating all crazy mm. or I can't miss that workout because I know that I have to, at the end of the day, I still got to get on the scale tomorrow morning and send a picture in to CJ and listen to CJ tell me whatever it is he going to tell me about that day. And so, um, and by the way, I mean, one, of my, one work, of my most aggressive, passive aggressive tactics she would send me a pic and it would go up for a couple of days in a row. I won't say nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Crickets. Uh, <laughs> and I know she was like, oh, I'd rather have you just tell me I'm scum than just. <laughs> but, okay. but you don't see all this work I'm putting in? Yes. And I want to be clear about this. Lashana, there were, mm-hmm. and still, even more recently, we don't have to talk about it, but we've had some really you know, challenging times during this a year and a half, right? Or a year and a yeah. couple of weeks. 2020. Dog. So, so Lashana, ha- have you been like, <laughs> has everything been perfect along this journey? Like, like mm. you had no outside issues other than the weight? No, like 2020, uh, not at all. I mean, the, obviously there was the hit of the, the pandemic and then I was. But you called um, me right so after the pandemic. Like, I can't go boxing. I can't do this. I can't yeah, do that. And what did I say? Send the picture every day. Send hmm. the picture every day. I had to order my own boxing bag and box inside hmm. my apartment. <laughs> Quarantine. You got mall ministries. Hey, so Lashana, <laughs> what do you think would have happened? Honestly, no, just, just being honest. And let's take me out of it. What do you think if you wouldn't have had the daily accountability Nobody checking in on you, no nothing, and then the COVID would have hit. Oh, she didn't look like me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever put that on her. You know what I'm saying? She look like me. 
<laughs> Tia trying to lose a hundred pounds. You know what I'm saying? I love be where I am today. And I'll leave it there. It is, uh, it's been oh, great. I mean, even in the plateau, because plateaus are hard. You know, when you're putting in the work, even in the midst of COVID, and I'm still, like, boxing or I'm walking around in my parking lot, but I'm still plateauing. Like, you know, I'm weeks in, I'm a month in, I'm a month and a half in, and you get really discouraged. But it's that, um, and the thing, one of the things that I lack, because my S is so low, is the continuity, the consistency, and a plateau streak like what I was experiencing earlier this year really would have just had me, you know, regressing. But, you know, the, the accountability CJ still pushing, you know, me to, you know, get on the scale, post a picture, post a picture. Eventually, you know, uh, you, you're, you're plateauing for so long, but eventually you keep putting in the work. The weight starts to drop again. Mm-hmm. And then that wasn't the only thing. Like, I lost one of my best friends uh, now, maybe about a month ago. Yeah. And, um, like, that and that was kind of like, that was the premise for the text. It was just like, oh, like, this is hands down the hardest, <laughs> most painful thing I have ever experienced. And the day before he died, we were actually working out together. Like we had, we had just did like this three mile hike um, at the park and it was just like, well, God, and, and he was even on his own health journey and died of a stroke. And so it was just like, what, <laughs> like what in the world, you know, is this whole life about? And the easiest thing for me to do yep. would have been to just stay in the bed and just like, you know, or end it all with a piece of cake. Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah, like, no Lord, where yeah. is the cake? Emotionally, <laughs> but, yeah. show. Yeah, and I and that's the thing. And, but I, you know, but I'm praising God because that wasn't so far. That has not been my portion. You know, I've been out. I started that boxing. Uh, I've been out. I, I have a new coach, a new trainer, and I, I've been, you know, hitting two a days now, um, and still trying to get those ten thousand steps in, and yep. you know, and you know, and I'll working on. Work. Man. And do my work. Yes, yes, sir. Always. And do my work. You still got your boss. Still got your boss on the line. You still got your boss on the line. I'm so sorry. I forgot. But listen, man. No, I appreciate you calling in. Another round of applause for Lashana. Let me pounds. Hundred hundred pounds. Hundred pounds. Let me let me say this, and I, you know, thank God for seeing calling in because I would never, I probably would never say it to you. You know, personally, I, I definitely thought it a couple of weeks ago when you called and said on the prayer call that you had lost it. I Man, when I tell you, I'm just like, wow, super doper, uber proud of you. I could never lose 100 pounds. I'm just being real. Oh, like, I, you. like, yo, you, that's 100 pounds. And I know that, you know. I may not have a hundred. I don't know. From the one pack video, you got to be down about at least uh, 86. I don't know, bro. <laughs> I mean, I'm being real. The most I've ever lost was about 26, 27 pounds. Yeah. And Lashana, uh-huh. when I tell you the 26, 27 was hard for me, like I don't, I, and I didn't have no plateau because if you only got to lose 20, you know what I'm saying? It's like, be, just being real. When you lose 27 yeah. pounds, when you lose 10, you see, you feel me, you can see you lost 10. It's like, oh, I only got another 17 to go. When you got, a hundred to go? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yo, I don't know what, yeah. I don't I don't have that kind of stamina. Yeah. You feel me? Like everything I'm successful at in my life, I've been doing it for a long time. Like once I, I'm like the Ravens. Once I get down, my offense don't work. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right. My offense don't work like that. Like my offense don't work where I could be yeah. down by 20 points and then make a comeback. It's yeah, like, yeah. it don't work like yeah, that. Talk it up. So I'm just like, wow. When you said it a week yeah. or two ago, like, yo, I got under whatever, something you made it into the 200 pounds or something. Yeah, I made it into the 200 club. Yeah, and then you lost 100. I was just like, yo, God. I said to God, like, God, I got to get back to that discipline. Like, I don't have mm. that kind of discipline in my life right now mm. where I could be behind 
and make a comeback. You feel me? Uh, and and not, I only not with Jamie making uh, oh, honey no. fried chicken sandwiches <laughs> for you. Honey, <laughs> honey fried, <laughs> honey fried. No, no, honey crispy fried. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Lashawn, I just for real, Matt. Yes, super much proud. respect, super much respect, proud. and um, I'll be praying for you on the next hundred. Let's go. Let's uh, go. Awesome. Congratulations. Thanks, guys. Super excited. Yeah. Talk Thanks to you so later. much. All right, All right, right. you're being bullied um, now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gotta go. But, but again, when you get outside of what you want from accountability, how you want to be held accountable, right? Again, you can't dictate the, your own terms of like, hey, well, if I don't do this, then no. Like, that's what you bring somebody in for who is able to do that. Y'all know, again, after football days, I was able to lose 100 pounds. So how am I able to walk somebody through how to lose a hundred? I had to lose a hundred. So I know how to do it. And it was daily accountability that got me there. I don't care what Weight Watchers tell you. Only weigh yourself once a week. You know what happened when we tried that? You gained 16 pounds in a week. I don't know how. I can't. In a week. I was, I, I, Monday, I had a, I had a, 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 a green juice. No, you didn't. No, you did. Oh, you, you did. didn't weigh in. Yo, you had a green juice with, with macaroni and cheese. Scaled on dress. All you told me about was a green juice. You ain't telling about macaroni and cheese. Yeah, address it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But but again, that Shout daily out to Thanksgiving on the way. <laughs> Shout out to those this, of this you. This the dangerous time hey, of year, no, right for here. Real, if y'all listening, go ahead. Let's try to pull it back yeah. right now, y'all, because yeah. you know if we don't, we're gonna have an excuse for Thanksgiving, Christmas, Christmas New Year's. Yeah. In the COVID. In COVID, we still in there. <laughs> what you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we still in there. COVID. Uh, yeah. So, but nah, man. It just again that daily accountability, and for those of you, it's crazy. Like I talked about it before, like. When 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 something is of vast importance to us, right? Uh, importance to us, we will um, we may not need the accountability as much. Right. And I don't even know how to say it. Like I told y'all before, like the example I could use is like, like me and Candace go to our um, six month cleaning for our dentist, which we ain't been since COVID. Ooh. I probably need to go. It's been like eight nine I'm, months. I'm right there with you. Right. But gone. here's but here's the crazy thing. I told you, she'll tell me like two weeks before my dentist appointment that I got mm -hmm. a dentist appointment. And what happens is, let me take my Bluetooth off. Um, what happens is, I start flossing like overboard. Stop. Yep. Two yep. weeks before my appointment. Yep. Now I might, I got a little floss pick. You know, I catch something. You know what I mean? Whatever. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, when you take that like ten minutes before bed to like really five minutes to just really floss your teeth, I will do it before my appointment because I don't want them to be like, you're not flossing right. And mm -hmm. I don't know. And my hey, let me, let me tell you something. Shout out! I got a sister, Dennis. She a sister. She 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 must be a high pilot. She don't got no problems telling you, you mm. you you you're not flossing, and your mouth gonna get nasty if you don't floss. Mm. So Carl, think about how stupid this is. They my teeth. It's they my teeth. She trying to help my long term, uh -huh. so I don't have to be in there like E oh, man. three times a week. <laughs> Which COVID is killing me. I hadn't been able to do it. I only been there going twice. Bro, you know how you call people when they be like, I'm out to eat or something? E be like, I'm at the dentist. Like, you just call E I'm regularly, he at the dentist. But in all seriousness, Carl, I'm pre-flossing before the dentist for her. Right. So right. she don't tell me something right. that I don't want to hear. Right. Listen, they my teeth. Right. Uh, I got to have these teeth. She got her own set of teeth. So why do I need that accountability? And then, like, maybe even when I leave, I get them clean. I'm like, yo, let's go. But for whatever reason, from this six-month mark, from January to June, I just can't stay on top of that joint. 
But the accountability of knowing I have to go to the dentist in two weeks and you don't want to be in there embarrassed and as soon as they put the floss through your thing, your gums bleed, <laughs> will make me floss my teeth. And so I'm saying, how do we get to a point in our lives where the things that we know we should be doing, right? Because it's hard to have an accountability partner for everything. You're burning out your friends. Hold me accountable on uh, going for my, my walk and yeah. brushing my teeth. It, like, yo, it's too much. So, E, you're a self-starter. Maul, you're a self-starter. Carl, y'all have y'all thing now. Talk to people out there who, for real, if they had an accountability partner, they would be handling their business, but it may not be realistic to have the accountability partner in all the areas that you need to have. You know you should be taking your wife out more often. You know you should be doing more alone time. I'm speaking to myself now. You know what I mean? But like, you don't do it until she goes, well, we need to talk. Then you're like, ah, you get that pit in your stomach. You're like, you oh, you want to go out to eat? Yeah. You, wanna, you know what I'm saying? You're like, ah, shoot, I should have been. But like, how do we keep that level of accountability? I don't know how to keep it, but I will say this to you guys. You know, when I look at the success of my life, I've surrounded myself with bullies. Constructive bullies. Me and Diddy. Yeah. Specific. <laughs> Go ahead, say it. Very specific. Very specific. <laughs> he um, can't win, bro. He got it at the crib he, and at work. Every which yeah. way. And Lord so have mercy. when I look at again, I'm, this is not a comparison, but when I just look at the success I have, I don't let people tell me, E, you just sweet like that. No. Those people who hang with me who may not be having the success I'm having, it is because, and I listen to me, this is not a judge. I tell y'all, ET on the no judge zone. I ain't, I ain't the one. I got great people around me. But you have to stop surrounding yourself with people who are not going to challenge you. I know it feels good. It does. And, like, you ain't got to worry about the DDs and the CJs of the world. You know, that whatever you feel when they tell you directly, whatever that thing you – and here's what you have to understand. You say, E, how do you do it? It's simple. I can either feel uncomfortable with the – way they talk to me, or I could feel uncomfortable with not getting a life of results. It's like you're going to be uncomfortable either way. So which one do you want? I'd rather be uncomfortable for those 10 seconds that they tell me the truth about myself, and then I go execute and kill the game, than the, okay, don't never say nothing to me, and then I'm not doing nothing with my life. So I'm telling y'all, you just have to say which which pain you want to deal with. Yeah, do you think, okay, so that's a good point. And more, maybe you can speak to this too. So like, say like, again, and, and you know, I know we were talking about Lashana and Wade and stuff like that. Like, do you think that things that, because like, I think about things that are like super important to me. And I don't know why being a regular flosser is not super important to me. And again, don't, I'm not nasty. I just, you yeah, know what I mean? Got, I just, we get it. It's not, but, but I will work out every day. Yeah, yeah. All right. You know, like nobody has to call and remind me to work out. Like I don't have to go, even when, I, you know, people get ready to go to the doctor. I need to lose 10 pounds before I go to the doctor. I'm already, like I already stay on my workout, right? So do you think that it's all about priorities, Carl? Like is that a, because somebody who, let's say needs to lose 100 but can't lose it. They, they will sit there and tell you up and down, I hate being big. I hate being, like I'm out of breath when I get up. I'm this, I'm that, I'm this but yet you might still smash. You know what I'm saying? Like, are, are you prioritizing food? Yeah, like, you are. But, but if food you ask them, but if you ask them, they would probably be like, yo, the, the biggest challenge I have in my life right now is my weight. But then you still eat. You well, know what I'm saying? I'm and saying, somebody's probably more qualified yeah, to talk about the saying, emotional no, eating side. Right, but I'm just saying, it, that's like, what I was going to say. When, 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 yeah. But I'm just, in general, take eating out of it. Whatever it is we do, right? Like, is it a sit? And I know eating could become an addiction and we go down that road. I'm not trying to go down that road. I'm just, I'm just saying in general, when you have things that you say are a priority and should, and you're in, in 
a sense rank over the things that are not, but you still don't your your, your actions don't align with that. What? My my, and I'm, I was waiting to jump in on priorities. My brother lives in California, right? They got a they're renting a house, small house, two bedroom house. But listen to what I'm saying. My brother has a grand piano, mm-hmm. a keyboard, mm. and an organ. Like, mm. think about that. It's a small, this California. Yeah. Like, this ain't no, like, a small right. Michigan house. It's California, two-bedroom right. house. Right. He has a piano, a grand piano. That's mm. for you that don't know. It's the Whole big room. joint that open up. Yeah. A keyboard. The on top of it. And then an organ. So I'm saying, see, we have to first understand what's really important to us. Mm. And it's evident to the world. I don't know why we don't see it. It's evident to the whole world. You walk into my brother's house, oh, my man must be into music. Yep. It's clear. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to think about that, but I think that we don't, we, we're not honest with ourselves. Like, if he had to be honest, he has to say one of my biggest priorities in life is music, then this, then that. You see what I'm saying? I don't yeah. think we really take stock of that. Right, right. A big priority for me is not looking overweight. A big priority for me is eating. I mm-hmm. like how it feels. Like you said, again, but not eating, but right. whatever it is. Like, yeah, this yeah. feels good. Yeah. I hoop I hoop a lot. Right, right, I go hoop. Right, right. I love hooping. Like, yep. I probably need a job. I should be doing something yep. more. I'm playing video games. But it's a big priority for me mm-hmm. and I, until we kind of, like, Take stock of that. Now we got to yeah. speak to how to adjust it. But I'm think I'm thinking the first step is actually looking at my priorities. Like, oh, this really is number one. I say that I'm Christian, but God might be number four based on how I'm living my yeah. life. Yeah. So let me be real with myself and my priorities, and then I need to. Oh, I need to put God as number one. Somebody says, "Show me where you spend your time and your money. I'll show you where it. your priorities yeah, but I'm lie." Saying, that's what that was the that was one of the other reasons I said what I said, Carl. I think a lot of people have been bullied into priorities. And right. they're not there. Environment. It's not their 100%. priority. 100%. So the reason why they're not able to accomplish it, because it's not mine in the first place. It's the it's the communities. So I Our value it because pressures. right. I value it because they value it. I don't really value, like, you know, somebody might say that whatever, I don't know what it is, but they may say that they value it, but it's like. The society that you're in has told you, you should value that you should watch, value watch this. this. Watch this, Ian. And this is funny because y'all were there. Y'all remember my wedding? My, yes. f- my first one. Yes. Yeah. Dude, that was my decision. Like, we'll tell that on a podcast another time. Tamisha didn't even know we were getting married. I don't know if I would tell you this story. Oh, like, man, I, like I surprised her with a wedding. Like, literally, my decision. Not a proposal. Bro, a, a wedding. wedding. Uh, you Carl also, wanted that guilt free. He was also coming to America. <laughs> Carl wanted that guilt free. Oh, so I can't wait no more. No, no, listen it's to what I'm saying. Oh, no, no, no. You weren't waiting. <laughs> <laughs> I never knew what I was. Oh, hey, you can't go on. Don't listen you to You can't get them in a room <laughs> together, <laughs> y'all. Hey, don't let me pull together. <laughs> but to my I point, e, I said, I'm not doing what everybody else does for a wedding. I'm not interested. Like, I'm tired. Like, Tamisha right, and I need to right. be married. Yep. Now, watch this. We had a second wedding mall. When we got back, the community was like, oh, wow, y'all got married? No, we got to have a wedding. Like y'all, And they literally put a whole wedding together for us. Like, we had to dress up, do the whole nine. But I'm saying to your point, bro, I... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what's this? <laughs> He's so wild. Keep talking, Carl. Take it home, Take it Carl. I thought that I was... Carl, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> it's all I'm saying. <laughs> I can't be serious. The environment, dude. I never knew. Hey, when did you know? No, he. 
Oh, uh, we start when we start kissing. <laughs> when we start kissing. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, oh. surprise the wedding. <laughs> Girl, surprise the whole wedding. <laughs> when we get today, right now, right now, right now. Right now. Right now. Get before dressed. we get back to the hotel. <laughs> Uh, uh, go ahead, girl. I'm sorry, a, podcast people. Hey. got a picture of Tanisha's face. Oh, uh, she was in tears, bro. Oh yeah, she was in tears. <laughs> oh, she was in tears. Yeah. She she was like Carl. Oh, we had to dress and everything. Yeah. Oh, oh it was beautiful. Yeah, it was plain. Oh, it was beautiful. No, she, I talked about the first one. No, yeah, yeah, no, 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 serious. Oh wow. We had a dress, yeah. everything. Yeah. We right all now. knew. She didn't know. It was. I don't a, know if Camille would have went for that. Camille would uh, probably uh, be like, Camille would probably be like, I was no, right there. Didi had, Didi had to decide when we had on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. But my point was just to pull us back. Yeah, yeah. My, my point way. was, here you go. <laughs> You just got Carl. You I'm I knew for me and Tamisha, like, dude, I knew she was ready. I was ready. I didn't care who else had anything to say. I'm like, yo, let's do, let's go get married. When we got back, there was an environmental pressure of we didn't care. Like, yo, we married, y'all. Whether y'all know or not, we married, bro. There was an environment. No, no, no. Y'all got to get married. Y'all got to do a dress. Y'all got to walk in. Y'all got to do the whole nine. And I was just like, yo, we weren't trying to do that. But we literally got bullied into that, if you oh, see what I'm saying. Into the second wedding. We, we were married. Yeah, already, we were married. What are you doing? So just to, to your point, like environment plays a huge part of what you think is your priority. Because a if it was part. your real priority, you could do it. You, Bottom line. Yeah, you Bottom know what? Line. And that was, man, that was, a, and that was the crazy part about it. It was one of the most beautiful weddings I've ever been to in my life. Dog, literally, I'm talking about freestyle. Out there on the beach. Oh, man. Bro, no, our oh, flowers no. was feathers that we found on the beach. Man. We was in Cali. We had a oh, gig right in Cali. Monica, it was like right? the, yeah, yeah, yeah it was in Santa Monica, but it was like, there was like The beach was Marina Del Rey like, is what it was like, called. Oh, Marina bro, Del Rey. It was, it was beautiful. beautiful, bro. Oh, you should have seen, the look on her face was Priceless, dog. And Carl, you know, was no longer living in sin. <laughs> hey, what a, what a scripture on that? What about the scripture on? Well, we don't know that he was fornicating. We don't know that he was fornicating. The Bible said a man that findeth a wife findeth a good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I also also read said. that it's better to marry than to burn. burn. Talk to me, Mo. Oh, there it is. Oh, look. Talk to me, Mo. Yeah, yeah, look, look. Hey, I'm just saying though. I'm just saying. Who gives who gives the the bully the right to judge and say that he was even fornicating? No, no, no. No, never no, knew, no. Who never knew? Uh, we never knew. They was having Bible studies. No, oh, absolutely. The only yeah. sin he ever committed in his life. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? Uh, uh, my kids might be watching this podcast. Uh, See, I promise they you they're throwing up right now. And if they watch the rebuild, hey, oh. hey, they, they might think we uh, waited until uh, <laughs> so we they had know them. They going down while y'all was there. While y'all, where was I during this? <laughs> oh, you was right there. Uh, uh, Oh, you had better drill. <laughs> uh, yeah, you had better drill, son. <laughs> Shout out to Organifi. Ah, uh, the super. I usually got a segue, but there's no segue from Carl uh. with the emergency wedding. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, we got the You know, in case title. of emergency, break podcast glass. Carl like, I need a wedding today. Podcast title, emergency uh. wedding. Oh, yeah. I, go. I thank you, Carl. Uh, uh, thank you. Make it easy on C. Uh. Shout out to Organifi, man, the Superfood Green Juice Powder. Uh, they have been keeping all of us right on the podcast for years, man. You know them, Organifi.com, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com, promo code SUCCESS. 
All right. Also, this podcast is always brought to you by Make Real Estate Real. We got Maul with the shirt on over there, man. I, I want to tell the whole story, but I think I'll wait till next week. Um, maybe get even uh, get him on the podcast for a quick second. It'll be dope, man. I had a, a surreal moment for me uh, over the last weekend that I want to talk about, but I want to do it in decency and order, and I don't want to do it on the same episode where E acting a fool. All right, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I don't want to try to mix all of that in. My bad, you know Carl. what I'm saying? So, My bad, Carl. you know, e, e, it all e, started e, with the rebuild boy. <laughs> it, it started with the, the rebuild, rebuild boy, and it's still going. Uh, but no, e, if y'all don't know, E is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Look at it. Yo, it's hard to get E to blush, dog, but it's happening. Hey, let's just hey. say cops and robbers. Uh huh. And we ain't talking about Jamal's old career. Hey, um, all right. I don't got nothing else. What y'all? Y'all good? Everybody out, man. I need something to eat. Where, right. we going, where we going? Sophia's. Yeah. Can we get a little outro music for uh, the people on the podcast? I just, come on, just let it ride out, y'all. Hey, listen, man, we appreciate y'all listening. Go leave us a review on iTunes. For those of you who we clown too much, this may be your last episode. Thank you for listening all these years. We love you. We'll see See you next next week. week. right now don't you worry about when you get home you make that you concentrate on this opportunity you don't worry about tomorrow you concentrate on this opportunity 